Well, let me go poop. Archers, attack! Keep firing! Let none escape! Another down! Do not relent! Straight at the Scarlet Halls and writing our new Squid Boys in Boralis, I'm Slidewhistle. I'm Immunization. And I'm Aaron, Fire Mage Extraordinaire and Horde Punching Bag, who's... Poor, poor microphone does not appear to be working tonight, so bear with me while I scream at you through the twisting nether. Whoa. Why'd you break your microphone for? Because uh, I was so excited to get my squid boy. I was like, yeah, and I picked up the nearest thing and just smashed the fuck out of it on my desk. <laughs> and it turns out it was my professional level audio equipment. You should really have an expert come out and assess the damages done to your professional microphone i really should perhaps one of these days i will but today i'm recording episode 10 of another pod do not relent double digits we did it wow look at us go that's 10 hours of our voices that we've got to sift through to find pieces that are good oh technically only nine for immunization and i considering you and lumpy handled episode four the holiday one you know i was i really wanted to have lumpy on again i thought maybe if you were gonna be because you're gonna be out of town for a little bit i thought maybe if we can get lumpy on to replace aaron for one episode just one more episode we can give lumpy another shot just 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 replace one small hairy man with another (laughs) Hey, he's a boy. He's he's not a man yet. Uh, he he watched he watched Peepop's Hollow Tapes. He's a man now. Also, I thought he died. Um, yes, he's dead. <laughs> or is he? <laughs> drag rattle. So, <laughs> Lumpy would be a great drag name. Just Lumpy. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the main stage, Lumpy. <laughs> this bitch called Lumpy. <laughs> oh, that'd be a great name. Someone out there, I am please. serving up Imperials in my living room realness. <laughs> please, somebody out there, if you're an aspiring drag queen, you have to use the name Lumpy. You're officially required now. <laughs> Enough about Lumpy. Uh, what did you guys do in WoW, Aaron? What was your week in WoW like? Um, My week in WoW was... Filled with lots of silly billy adventures. I ran some mythics, which, as I'm recording this podcast, I realize I need to run one more. Oh no, still? Because I, I was away from my computer all day, so I'm gonna. Y- your boy is gonna be hitting up that freehold z- mythic zero right after this. Um, <laughs> can we wait? Can we talk about and, that skip? That skip's crazy. Have you done that skip yet? I have not. What What is the skip? There's people that are doing four mythic runs where after freehold, where they have a rogue and maybe a warlock, and what you do is if you just kill the last boss, it counts. So you mm-hmm. have to do like all this like elaborate jumping, you know, the elaborate jumping to make sure that you don't pull anything or uh, pull anything extra, and then the rogue can cloak the entire group, so everyone can sneak past that terrible bridge. Um, and then you just kill the last boss. You just kill him, and then you just do that four times, and you get the achievement. Or I mean, you get your your quest done. It's super cheap, but wow, it works. I should do that. But if <laughs> oh, but if you fuck up, 
there you get yelled at relentlessly. It's like it's very toxic. It's very Everbloom with that with that rocket jump thing where you had to hop on that stupid cliff over and over again. It's kind of like that, but worse, I think. But anyway, back to your weekend wow. Sidebar. And we took our hive mind adventure, which I'm sure we'll expound on in a little bit. But I was sort of getting ready for my trip as Aaron the human, so I didn't play as much WoW this week, but I still managed to get some fun adventures in. Immune, what were you up to this week? Much of the same of what you described, probably the highlight of the week, was the hive mind, which we'll talk about in a little bit. Other than that, um, as you said, random mythics and all my normal things. Speaking of the mythics, we've been getting back into doing, trying to grind out some higher mythic pluses. But on the way, we ran some that we haven't even touched or thought about in months. Like, I, we did King's Rest the other day, and I think I had run that maybe once. And, like, that was just when we first unlocked it. So that was an adventure. <laughs> yeah, you forget a lot about that dungeon when you haven't run it in a while. Because it, was, it wasn't, it was like, broken when it first came out, and it was just over-tuned or whatever. There was something about it that made it, like, a hell to go through. So we just stopped well, running it. Well, I... I personally find it broken because I don't know if Umbric or Ulthric, the Void Elf guy, is supposed to bring you there in like a cutscene or like a specific thing. The only way I've ever gotten to King's Rest is you have to scale a mountain and like slow fall or goblin glide or do a bunch of weird parkour behind the Ataldazar entrance to get to him. Yeah, I was trying to and think, wait, because we did King's and he Rest. And sta- he's standing there, like, he's like, I did it, I helped you. But, like, I've never seen him port me there. I don't know how someone who isn't cheesing it actually makes it to King's Rest. Yeah, you just climb the stairs. I don't remember getting there last time, Immune. I just remember, did we get summoned? Yeah, I'm pretty sure we got summoned, but I definitely have gotten there before just by running through the area that is, like, the instance of the Ataldazar dungeon, right? It's, like, behind it. Yeah, but other than that... Oh, I ran Islands for the first time in probably, like, two or three months. Um, (laughs) I got to see the um, Worgen one for the first time. I had my first time seeing it. It was kind of neat. That's where Quest for Hat lives on. Yep, that's where every week I'm out there trying to get that top hat. You know, I really wish I could queue for a specific one, but uh, Blizzard won't let me do that. So maybe the adventures three time <laughs> adventures three times as long as it needs to be <laughs> to even get the chance at getting it. But yeah, slide. What about you this week? I ran a bunch of Mythic Pluses at 3 in the morning when everyone was sleeping. Um, I ran a 7 Mother Load today. It went as well as you thought it would be. Uh, our tank was pretty bad. <laughs> so that was a hoot and a holler. Um, got the Hive Mine. After the Hive Mine quest, uh, me and Logan, our friend Logan, who's listening to this probably, um, and M- Immune, we went out and tried to get him his Horde Slayer title. Uh, didn't go so well. We, we strayed too far from the path and we got murdered by like 25 horde that jumped us in the the, the deserts of Voldoon. It's Wait, always which, in the deserts which, of Voldoon. Immune, which character are you getting the Horde Slayer title on? I thought you had it on all of your people. Oh, yeah. It, it wasn't for me. It was for Logan. Oh, I see. I see. It was his first time in war mode ever. His first war mode experience. 
<laughs> wow. He was he was afraid even flying up to the area <laughs> to begin with. Uh, and then I finally have stuck back into my PvP rated battlegrounds, trying to get that Night Saber mount for the new Vicious Saddle. It's no hippo, but it's something, I guess. Yeah, Night Saber is one of the less interesting, like, general alliance mount archetypes, but... Yeah, I'll take what I can get. Oh man, but in, until I get was it seven hundred and fifty seven Legion medallions for the Priestess's Moon Saber? Is that what it's called? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the, like the cool Moon Saber, like best looking one for sure. Well, and also it is it, the one that she rides. It also flies. Do you guys know that it flies? What? It's a flying Moon Saber. Is it just gonna like shoot out wings like the? Arcanist moon saber? No, it just runs on like moon power. Like it doesn't even have wings. I'm pretty sure. Interesting. It's, it's kind of like the jeweled panther models from Pandaria. They just kind of run on the air. So it looks cool. But yeah, that was my, my weekend wow. Just playing a whole lot. Maybe too much of this game. Jesus. <laughs> so yeah, as we were saying, we progressed in raid. We are going to talk about it because we did it we downed normal blockade literally literally one shot after the nerfs were introduced so it was just changing sea foam or whatever or sea swirl is the only reason we were dying yeah i mean they gave us a whole extra second to do it and that whole second felt like it was like two minutes like i was like oh i can stand here forever before i have to move yeah, I'm like sitting there in the swirl. I'm like, oh, I can probably disenchant a few things before I have to move. <laughs> I checked out my auction bank while I was there. The the big guy shot out the sea swirl, and I was like, how are my salmon doing? Did, did any of them sell? Like two. The market's really down for midnight salmon at the moment. Yeah, they're not using feasts anymore, right? They're just kind of nothing now. Yeah, they're just languishing will speaks on it often about how he purchased several thousand midnight salmon and has yet to sell any Ooh, how long has he had these salmon for um like a month why wasn't he selling them will why weren't you selling the salmons well you see it's Uh because i forgot to log on well, there you have it. There it is, everybody. <laughs> he forgot to log on. So yeah, after downing the normal blockade, we got to see Jaina for the first time, which is such a cool fight. Oh my god. May, may, may I ask, first moment she rolls out, she's got her two boys. Oh, but she's not walking. What is she doing? She's using the fucking mage class mount. <laughs> I'm like... I'm like, hell yeah, girl. Hell yeah. She fucking, she's like, I, I gotta get this quest mount for my raid. I, I gotta look cool flying on the disc that nobody ever rides in on. <laughs> she's like, wait, all the mages don't ride this? <laughs> they don't, though. I wonder if Blizzard has, like, mount stats and, like, what's the most used mount. I wonder if this, the, like, the mage disc mount shot up in, like, use after everyone saw Jaina riding it. She's a, she's a trendsetter. <laughs> She does so many crazy things in that fight. Like during the first transition, when she makes, when she literally freezes the ocean, when she makes like a like super 
egg orb around her and then she like teleports the egg by like shrinking it over herself and vanishing like what is this new move you're doing like like no one can do these moves what are you doing she's creating new spells like on the fly even on the boat there's a moment where she's like i'm gonna freeze you and you'd think it'd be like like a cone of cold or something like that if you actually look at the thing it's like a huge mile wide impact palm that like like shoots out across the sea i'm like oh hell what's going on she just her ice magic looks incredibly cool in this fight yeah when she when she does that move i thought no i guess it wouldn't be when i first saw it i thought it was her ship firing arcane barrages at us again because it's that same color but i guess it's not Mm -hmm. it is ice and i got excited i thought it was her ship cannons again (laughs) but it's it can't be right because we're on the ship right or is that a different ship are we on I the ship? I, we are not on the Flying Dutchman. But maybe she had the Alliance player characters, like, before the fight, made sure to, like, mark the areas that she was going to have her ship fire <laughs> at. So that's what that was. I know we talked about it before, but that quest is still so ridiculous. Can you tell them? I don't think we've ever talked about this quest, like, in detail and how silly it is. I guess for any Horde players out there that haven't done this war campaign yet. Yeah, so this is part of the Alliance War campaign, one of the like final parts of it. You like team up with Jaina and you're in Brailis Harbor and there are these like three or four horde ships and then she's like, Champion, you need to like mark these ships so I can fire my like arcane barrages at them. So then you like just literally be like, There's one Jaina and then she fires and then she's like, There's the second one, Jaina, and then she fires and then it's like you couldn't just fire at these ships? It's such a weird <laughs> yeah. step. You're, you're, you're on the wall, maybe, maybe, like, 70 feet above it. Maybe. Like, you 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 could throw a rock and hit those ships, and Jaina's like, Champion, I need your help to shoot my incredibly large super blast. It's so unnecessary. I I think it's still along the lines of Jaina's like, okay, I want, some, I want them to feel special. I can do this all by myself. But if I make them think that they're controlling what I'm firing at, then they'll feel powerful too. Because I'm so convinced that in that cinematic with her and Mechatork, she could have done so many things to stop those ships. And she's like, I gotta <laughs> let the, the gnome do it. He needs his time too. I'll let him have the controller for the GameCube and pretend that he's playing so he can push the button. <laughs> That's exactly what she's doing. She's so crafty. But yeah, so that that Jaina fight, we, we got pretty close on one of the last pulls i feel like we really had it down and people got those mechanics picked up real quick except for like the last freezing thing where you have to like run you have to avoid her like creeping patch of like frost that thing's so fast it's basically a dps check right you have to like down her giant ice wall before it gets to you i think Mm Mhm. yeah you have to kill the ice wall and then you have to run up that like little hill and free Nathanos up there, I think. But even when you're up there, I think that the ice still follows you up to Nathanos, I'm pretty sure. Maybe it doesn't. Yeah, yeah. well, because I imagine it might, because you also, once you beat down the wall, you have to beat down her big water guardian guy. So I could see it being like, okay, you bought yourself a little bit of time. Now keep fighting the guardian. And only after it's dead can Nathanos come in and hit her with the big arrow. Which, also, what the fuck? Why? <laughs> like, the Thanos is such a jobber. Like, come on, dude. Like, you have one job and then you just get frozen and we have to save you. 
I felt they could he definitely used... he definitely paid off the writers for this expansion. It's like literally anything that happens is like and Nathanos was there. Yeah, there's so many horde people that aren't being used. Like how cool would it be if like it was Bane who like just used his totem to like smash it or just something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Give give Lorthamar something to do. Especially in, in the raid where it's, you know, battle for Azeroth where we're fighting each other. Why is it gotta be Nathanos again? <laughs> Stop it. Yeah, but we ended up getting Jaina down to about what, like thirty percent, I think? Mm-hmm. We had it lower than that, but granted, there was only two of us alive, so like we wouldn't have killed her. But yeah, we got her. We we were definitely in the very last phase, the very last of her life. Fight fights like this really make me think of like older fights and how much cooler they could have been with using modern techniques and modern rendering. Like, can you imagine if Kalthos did his version of this? So you're fighting him and he's like, he gets pissed and he like shoots a big bolt of fire and sets stuff on fire. And then you have to, he's just like, I'm going to burn you all down. And you have to like run from building to building to avoid the fire. Like that would have been super neat. And maybe I'm just biased because he's the only fire mage who's ever mattered. (laughs) It's like like that to think that we, we now have reached a new limit of like cinematic fight. That is so cool. That just makes a lot of the older stuff look really silly. Like they couldn't have done better because that was them's were the times. Yeah, and but I, I do feel like, feel like feel they like... just put a lot of effort into this fight, and it just really paid off. I feel like, and I'll do, during our last pull of the night, how we just like fucked around and pulled time warp just to see the cool thing that they did with Jaina. No, I didn't. Blocks. I didn't. I didn't really get what the thing was there what did she do she just ice blocked while yeah, we if, pulled. if if you ever you were to use any kind of lust or time warp or anything she will automatically ice block and she'll waste it she should do it for the entirety of your time warp so you get nothing out of it so you can you can't use time warp during that fight at all yeah uh, there's or, one or just, just just when it's on the boat you can you can only use it when you're not facing her so like when you're facing like the wall when you're like when you're breaking that wall down you can lust there mm-hmm. uh one of the one of the guilds, I think Limit cheesed it, cheesed the, their mythic Jaina by how did they do it? I think they had somebody run up to Jaina, and they used their lust as a shaman, and then Jaina ice blocked, and then that person died, and then they started over again, and it was something weird that made it basically so like they could use, they could use it because someone's somebody's debuff or time warp was gone. It's really weird. Mm-hmm. So they were able to actually get 39 seconds of time warp on Jaina. And that was the strategy that, that they were using. So I kind of cheesed the fight. But I guess that's why it took so long. Because their strat wasn't the best one in terms of the mythic strats. Yeah. But I like the, as a mage, she sees a time warp or a loss and she's like, nope, I know what this shit is. I'm like just ice blocking. <laughs> like like every mage, she when the chips are down, she just ice blocks and like messages her friends like, uh, 25 hordies at huge ice flotilla I just made. <laughs> you, got, you guys down? Can you imagine if instead of ice blocking, she just, like, blinked and went, like, invisibility, and you see her in the corner <laughs> trying to, like, hide? <laughs> no, come on, come on. My, it's, gonna, it's gonna happen. It's my, gonna happen. My, my, my favorite part of the fight is when she uses both ice shield and mystic shield, and then she eats some food real quick to get, like... <laughs> 
16% back. <laughs> Mage food. But yeah, we didn't end up clearing it. We got pretty close. Um, we we did this weird strat where we decided to go for blockade and Jaina last. Because we, because we did heroic first, just to get our feet wet in that. I mean, we were able to down Champions of the Light heroic pretty easily. So that did, gave did, us did some any, Did Did either of you guys get anything off that? Because I got a big fat title core. Uh, you mean you got a breath up on Swamdi? Yeah, uh, yeah. That's all that I got. I got ten breaths. I got ten of Swamdi's baby breaths that I really don't want. <laughs> you can keep those. Yeah, I think that's about all I got, too. Yeah, I didn't get any gear. And then we got our asses slapped around by the Jade Fire yes, Council. Yes, so tell me, how do you guys feel about that fun DDR phase where you're set into space to I, face this I monk have... in combat? I have yet to do it successfully. I know what I'm supposed to do. And I'm still like, I turn towards the first. I turn towards the second. I turn towards the third. I turn towards the fourth. All of a sudden, she's just like, that one doesn't count. And then I plummet to earth and die. Yeah, it took me a little bit to get the timing right, too. Because I feel like it's a little either early or late based on what I felt like it should be. You've got to be quick. I've noticed, because I, I managed to get hit by any of them. You just got to spin your mouse camera so quick to make sure that you don't get blasted by anything. It's just a really, it's like it seems to be a really tight timing on it. Yeah, must be. But again, I think it's just another example of how they're really pulling out all the stops for these cool mechanics during these raid fights. Yeah, it's super mm-hmm. unique. Like, what the hell? Like, <laughs> you're just playing a weird minigame, a weird bop it minigame up in space. It's not space, but in the sky. We got them to what, like ten like percent? We, I believe, we have managed to kill the orc, and then we died to the blood elf phoenix. And when I say when you die, my favorite part is that they like spill the tea real quick, and they totally undermine you. And I'm like, well, fuck you guys, but that's fair, I guess. Oh yeah, because we haven't, because we never died to them on normal. And so when they killed us, they just shit talk. What did what did she say? It was so fucking it's, rude. It's it's like they're like I knew they weren't worthy. And then the blood elf is like truly fi-, he's like truly underwhelming. I was telling you. I'm like, oh. <laughs> As I like reapply my buffs and shuffle back up to get my next ass weapon. <laughs> yeah, that's just a, a cool fight. I'm. I'm excited for, for Mecha Torque on Heroic. I think it's going to be wild. We're going we're to die so many times. <laughs> but speaking of really fun mechanics and cool things that Blizzard has been experimenting with, also this week, as we mentioned earlier, we got that sweet hive mind mount. Yeah, boy, we're Squidman now. Man, that was both very frustrating and very satisfying to do that <laughs> quest line because the way that we did it was we all assigned monocles to like the five of us just to pick up like before we met up and did it and i had the yellow monocle and i did not think it was going to be as difficult as it was my god so like for like the, the other ones were just like collecting shit from like dungeons right yeah uh, i know Gr- green was just entering a code that Someone much smarter than I had given to me. So I just walked in, cleared Sky Reach, which is easy to do now that I'm a geared 120. 
and then hit a like 10 digit code and I got the green monocle. Yeah, that's the one that I got as well. And it was funny because I, you know, messed around with this decoder thing at the end of the dungeon trying to figure it out. And then after about 45 minutes of trying to do some like math and try to figure out what this code is I need to put in, I just decided to give up and I went on Wowhead. And on Wowhead, funny enough, they said, yeah, here's a 10-digit code. We don't really know how you're supposed to get it, <laughs> but we know that this works, so go ahead. How is that, like, how many digits of that number was it? Like, how many, how many was it? How many numbers? How many digits? It was it, like it, if, I'm, if I'm remembering correctly, the Wowhead article was just like, this is apparently a multiple of the number that is given. It's... Okay. Like, does someone just, how do you brute force that? Like, I don't get how, like, how long did that take? Probably forever. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> According to Logan, one of the five in our group, the red one, he didn't, he didn't say if he used a guide or if he just knew. The red one just involved buying fish and giving them to NPC and Bashir. <laughs> yeah, I was reading about that one. He basically had to, like, buy fish from people but then the fish had like a cooldown on it to like deliver it to somebody else so like one fish had like a 30 minute cooldown one had like a 20 minute cooldown but one of the fish had like a five minute cooldown so he had to book it to some person to give the fish to or i don't know someone to feed the fish to and he I guess he just barely got there like within the timer so i guess it was like a exciting fish race in Bashir is what he did for his monocle <laughs> what was the blue one or is it weird so, that one? So Will Will had blue, and from what I saw during some market research from when I thought I would get blue, it is a lot of going it, it's a lot of random notes and then going to locations vaguely said in those notes, and then going to another one. But there's like ten to fifteen of them. It just it seems very similar to like the the abyssal eel type quest where they might tell you like tree and then you have to think of what are the what are the important trees in the world so there was no time limit but it was like the clues were incredibly vague that's kind of cool you get to travel the world and you know see some stuff that you haven't seen in a while and there was like quest mm -hmm. text tied to it too right i'm pretty sure so that's neat it wasn't fucking yellow monocle which is the meanest thing i've ever seen in my life yeah it took like the three of us getting together and trying to figure it out yellow monocle you have to go back to halls of origination which is a dungeon in Cata with the weird stone cat people the tolvir and they added some thing where you press a button and you go down the secret stairwell and it's just like the world's biggest bejeweled game but like way worse than bejeweled <laughs> it's like it's you, you said it was equivalent to making designs in animal crossing where you had to go pixel by pixel well that's if you that's if you just cheat somebody made an add-on that mm. you punch in and somehow it solves the puzzle for you kind of it doesn't solve it for you but it gives you the the way to solve it because there's how many how many little pieces are there? There's like 200 little things, 200 little nodes. So it was basically like the shape of a donut in a like 
probably like 60 by 60 like uh, square and in each square there is a space that is a certain color there's four colors the same as four colors of the monocles and also spread throughout here are these different buttons and when you press these buttons they change the colors of the ones that are next to them or like diagonally from them or in a line from them depending on what the shape of the lever is and you are supposed to just figure out what combination of pressing all these buttons you use to make it so that the whole board turns the same color. But there are colors that can't be changed because they're sitting in areas where the pylons you change can't reach them. So before you even start the damn puzzle, you have to determine which puzzle color you have to use by going to each piece individually and trying to find which one won't change. It's, it's, it's <laughs> terrible. I spent so much time in there trying to figure it out, and I couldn't even do it. Amune had to come in with the add-on, and we all we all had the add-on. Me, Will, and, and Amune are trying to figure it out with this add-on. And I messed up this fucking add-on so many times that I think it's actually harder to use the add-on than it is to just figure it out yourself. I, I kept putting on the wrong color. I didn't know that there was... I forgot that there was a plus, a plus symbol instead of a cross symbol. I just fucked it up so bad. And luckily, Amune was able to figure it out with his math brain. Because I couldn't do it. <laughs> oh, so it's only because I knew I would mess something up if I didn't just sit there and very slowly go through one by one. I'm like, I can't rush anything or I will mess everything up. It was very stressful because I like clicked something wrong a few times and had to go back and fix it. It was just a mess. Well, we finally got that one out of the way. I was worried that we weren't going to get that one like that day. I was like, we're gonna have to come back to this tomorrow. We're gonna have to <laughs> punch in the stupid Also, pattern. yeah, I mean, I mean, it was it was mostly because it was the weekend and like we wanted to get it as soon as possible, but there was definitely like a race against time for a thing that isn't time gated. <laughs> yeah, we just added a fake time to make it more exciting. <laughs> we added a, a fake self timer. Yeah, I was at work and you were like, you got to do it in the next hour because otherwise we're gonna have to do it tomorrow, and who knows what tomorrow will be? <laughs> you never know. Yeah, so once we gathered up all of our monocles and then waited for Aaron to get back from work, we <laughs> all met up in Suramar. <laughs> Something was a funny extra added step. Like, we all were just sitting by the entrance just waiting for Aaron to log in. <laughs> I had to close at work. Oh, no, this is just the only time-gated thing that we we had to make it more exciting. Mm -hmm. Drag him, drag him, you drag him. <laughs> but yeah so we ha so we all had our monocles on we're looking classy and then we roll into everyone's least favorite zone in the world Suramar which isn't an insta kill <laughs> nowadays so that's good but I just remember how much I hated that zone before and we all found like this one house in Suramar that upstairs had this like rainbow gate of like the same four different colors that match all of our monocles so one person had to stay and wait by this gate while the other four people went to different places in suramar and killed an ad that was associated with one of the four gates and you guys all had to kill them at like and, the same time my, right yeah you had you had to coordinate the kills and my favorite were i think it was like oh well, i guess slide because immune you were the person who had to run into the room in the next part slide what did your ad look like he was just a big ugly withered he was a chunky withered too all right because mine was a skinny withered will's ad was literally like a, a t-bone steak 
and a pile of meat that slithered across the ground. What? That was weird. It had to be bugged, because I saw Willis, because what does not have flying in Legion? So I had to be the taxi to fly. So does Logan. So I had to fly Logan and Will both to their spots. And yeah, Logan's was just like a regular withered, but Will's was literally just like a walking pile of like eaten ribs. Like it was so weird. It had to be a visual bug, but but we both saw it, so it was bizarre. But yeah, we did that. We pet some cats. It just you know, it's 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 a cool it's a cool quest that like has you go back to a lot of old spots, which is fun when mm-hmm. they use old assets like that. Like even when you start the quest, you go back to Shatrath and you talk to Grifta, whose talismans were like a joke for a while. Like I think I mean even I think you bought one of those talismans to use and you thought that it like actually treasure tracked. Like when we first started, because I told you that it treasure tracked, and you were. <laughs> Wait, you just did this as a trick before? <laughs> yeah, before it didn't do anything. The neck didn't do anything. It's like a joke that like costs a lot of gold. I guess back in the day, you know, it cost like eighty gold or whatever, which is a lot of gold. Uh, and so I told you to buy it and wear it, and you did for a little bit. I do. I remember this, but look at look at this now. Okay, it did something. Yeah, it came in handy <laughs> a, a long while later. Yeah, there's just like platform platforming puzzle and there was the the weird like puzzle like the logic puzzle at the end with like which two people can ride this platform at the same time and now which three of you and which combination can get off and get on i'm like what 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 is this i won't i won't lie i was a little offended i wasn't the writer yeah i know I it's just a, yeah. i know it's just a random one out of five chance but i'm like i i, I play the game I, I pay my dues i don't think it's make random. me the make me the writer I think they picked on the worgen and the gnome in the group because we're not the pretty races. <laughs> the dwarf, the prettiest dwarf in the world. You have a lady Draenei and a night elf. Hmm. This is very, <laughs> very racist to me. But yeah, now we have our sweet mounts that you can't use in Raider Battlegrounds, which makes me sad. I wanted to see if we could cheat. But yeah, it's just it's a cool mount. Uh, I'd say if you don't have it yet, find some people you want to you know work with and go get it. It's funny because I know our problem in the beginning was that a lot of folks were doing this just to do it. And so they made like random friends and random groups, but then they never saw those people again. So nobody can hop into their their like little thing anymore because the five people mm-hmm. can, can ride this mount together. But now nobody can <laughs> because they're only attuned to those four strangers who are lost to the wind now. Yeah, and that's a shame too because when you all ride together, you get this added speed boost. And when all five of you guys are in there, we are moving pretty fast. Yeah, we're zipping. But I, I guess they did make it so you can do the last part of the attunement, I think, with new people, and it'll reset your attunement. So if you want to go back to that disc world and have fun figuring out which one of you is the ugly race, then go ahead, <laughs> get reattuned. So overall, hive mind, A-plus experience, A-plus multi-person mount. It's cool. I, we need to go back into the other ones, because there's like... like or other secrets that we need to get like started on, like the the scary nightmare unicorn and the little scary ghost drain eye girl, and oh the waste of time. Yo, we got to get that waste of time. I need it for my clock stoppers uh, transmog. Or <laughs> two thousand three film clock stoppers. We should we we should review that one as episodes. Just forget it's a lot podcast and just review clock stoppers. <laughs> I still think of the scene where they make their friend spin on his head by just pausing him and spinning him in the clock stopper world. <laughs> they also they they make a dog pee on a male lady, right? Is that don't, don't they do that in the movie? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they freeze time and move the peeing dog. Right. It's like the biggest abuse of like time powers in the world. 
Like making a dog pee on some poor male lady. What's wrong with you? <laughs> okay, well, let's get back on track here. And... Oh man, I want to talk about clock stoppers some more. <laughs> <laughs> please, please. I was, I want, I was this close to talking about the Nick dot com game. <laughs> uh, but anyways, since we're talking about multi-person mounts, I'm pulling time warp here. Ooh. Oh. And this can only be, I mean, with that segue, it can only be so many topics. Yeah, I know a couple of them, but... Uh, okay. 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 If grab, you guys are grab ready, my, my boost. I am going to set a timer. And if anyone is new to the podcast, let me just say that we play this game called Time Warp. And just like the mage spell in the game, I, I will give these two boys 40 seconds to name as many, in this case, multi person mounts as they can. And at the end of 40 seconds, whoever has the most will win. And the one that gets the least loses and has to take a shot of alcohol of their choosing. Sounds good. So, if you guys are agreeable enough ready, set, Mm -hmm. go. The Obsidian Nightwing, Sandstone Um, Drake. Shit, 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 shit. The Explorer's Um, Mammoth. XLR Double Rocket. Ooh, fuck. That's the way out. The Stormwind Sky Chaser. Uh... um, the bike, uh, chauffeured oh. mechanier's chopper, no, and no, but, mechanier. That's... No, no, but just mechanier's chopper uh, is okay. is a two. Sandstone Drake, um, City and Nightwing, Stormwind Sky Chaser. Can't be that many left. Uh, the Dreadwake ship. Hundredth Mammoth, Hundred Mammoth, the Grand Expedition. Um, yeah, there's more mammoths than I'm gonna name them though. Ooh, the the and uh, time. the dinosaur one. Oh, the the big uh, the long boy. That's oh damn it. Uh, the 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 Brutosaur. Yeah, that one. Okay. Yeah. Well, I did not have the Brutosaur on the list, but and that was after the time, anyways. But I say Slide wins that one with a score of five to two. And Slide named the Nightwing, little guy that you, that you get that one from um, recruiting a friend, right? Correct. He got the sandstone drake. He got the both of the two yaks. I counted like the one with the T-Mog as one and the other one just as... Because I think there's one for Horde and Alliance. I just counted them as one. Uh, and then you got the Stormwind one. Aaron got the chopper and the rocket. And surprisingly, you missed the hive mine mount, guys. Yo, what the fuck? Uh, <laughs> we fuck. just talked about it. And I also would have Damn accepted it. you mentioning the druid travel form, which technically counts. Wow, I mean, are you, are you calling druids mounts? What's wrong with you? They're people. Uh, anyways, okay. Aaron, what are you drinking? Uh, I'm taking a shot of a leftover Tito's mixture that we had in our home. It is oh, primarily t- it is primarily Tito's vodka, but there's also some rum and other stuff in there. This sounds we had like to a consolidate. Really terrible description. We had to consolidate to free up room for a superb owl party. Wait a minute, wait a minute. What do you mean? You guys just poured multiple alcohols into like a, a vat? Uh, there was a bunch of 
big hard liquors that were at the top and we needed room for chicken wings so we consolidated them into one so Wait, while how many how many alcohols are in this four <laughs> oh no wait how many hold up so it's a rum and a vodka and a... what else another vodka and another rum i think okay i guess in t- I, was, I guess in terms of mixture it's not the worst but it sounds i we need to play a ten bow salute after this. I pull. This is this is the worst loss in the history. Aaron, no, <laughs> you're not gonna make it. This sounds okay. Mm. I, I guess we're ready. Ugh. Well, what's what's your review? I, I need a review on this on this Frankenstein mixture you just consumed. It's not that bad. How's how's the how's the the oaky afterbirth taste? Is it is it is it sweet? Um. It's smooth. You know what? I trust Tito's, which the majority of this is. So, good on you, gang. I'm not dead yet. That said, I have yet to get up from my spot, so I'll probably die as soon as I get up from the bed. (laughs) I'm ready to tell you guys what happened in the quest for a hat. He's going. Cross the map to find a sacred flat brim hat. He will turn and cross the sand. He will strike out any man. All his bones will fall down dead to the guns atop his head. He knows what he has to do. He'll never leave the island queue. He will wave a pen on that. He will win this quest for hats. Not a damn thing. All right, so that's hey, it's what's worth fighting for. What do we want? A level sixty-eight druid. (laughs) 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 Thinking about me. You guys, you guys didn't think I'd come at you immediately with that one, didn't you? I mean, I actually knew that you would. I was hoping that you would give me somewhere to go. (laughs) Did you see that Aladdin trailer? Um, I just saw Big Blue Genie, and I didn't, I didn't react, but I was I, like, oof. I watched it after I was running Rain of Battlegrounds last night while I was drunk at like four in the morning, and I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> Willis looks terrifying. He looks like a, the world's biggest Frankenstein smurf, and I absolutely hate everything about him. <laughs> okay, let's get back on topic. Cause that's staying in. I'm not deleting that. I refuse to. The world needs to hear my take on Aladdin and Will Smith is the genie. Well, a controversial opinion. Will Smith is genie. Look bad. <laughs> Speaking of Will Smith as a giant Smurf, I think we should talk about the new Kulturian quest line and mount that were revealed. <laughs> you know what? No one's really talking about the fact that character actor Will Smith in blue face shows up halfway through the cult here in intro quest. He's the new elemental model confirmed for mages. Actually, yeah, Jaina decides that she needs to give a gift to the Alliance, so she's like, I'm going to summon my best water elemental. But it goes a little wrong because she got a little drunk. And she ends up summoning Will Smith the Smurf instead of a normal water elemental. And she's like, Anduin, I guess you could have this if you'll still have us in the lions. Ho, 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 ho. Wipe your feet at the door. The truest of nightmare scenarios. No, thank you. 
but yeah, this quest line seems pretty cool for the Kulturians. Again, it still boggles my mind that they weren't going to have the Min as an allied race to begin with. <laughs> so I'm sure they're working hard and, and quickly to get this pumped out. But you literally build a fucking boat to give to Anduin. There sounds nothing more Kulturian than building a boat and giving it to the leader of the Alliance. <laughs> yeah, and it is a little weird though that Jaina feels the need to prove her worth to the Alliance when she's been pretty adamantly fighting alongside the Alliance leaders for a while now. Yeah, it's yeah, it's weird that she shows up after X amount of years, and after like a month, she's like, I am called Tiris. And her her mom, who has lived there her entire life, is like, You go you do you, sweetie. I guess you you just run us now. I guess she really just really took leaving in Legion to heart. She's like, well, I'm leaving. I'm not fucking coming back, so I gotta do something. She was, <laughs> she was committed to fucking noping out of uh, out of Dalaran back in Legion. So she found her calling, and that's helping to build ships, I guess. But yeah, it seems like during this quest line, when you're trying to build this magnificent boat to gift to Anduin, some void forces come on in and try to fuck up your lumber mill um and mess up the wood that you're going to use and then you have to like deal with them a little bit this is so silly though isn't it like like it sounds cool when i was reading it but when you describe it like people are coming to mess up your wood for your boat it's like hey like, knock that off <laughs> they're they're coming to put knot holes in your wood oh that's that's not gonna be seaworthy at all <laughs> that's not up to the cult here in standard the quest Most... is, starts with Cyrus, right? The man who Cyrus is a weird character in this game who we who was heavily like in the beginning of our adventures in Boralus, and then he hasn't done anything since, right? I mean, he's still he's, the big chonker the... that's in the inn, and he's also the main guy behind like every third Seventh Legion quest. He just says you'd be great in the Third War, I'm like Cyrus, like. Did you even fight this war? Are you a false veteran, Cyrus? Because he's he his lady, his little his little lady, right? Is a she's the quest, she's the shipwright. Cyrus's like wife. Yeah, I, had, I think I, so. I don't know. I I see Cyrus. I saw Cyrus day one, and I was like, oh, you're neat. And then I just have never spoken to him again. Even though, like I said, he lauds and gives me praise probably every fourth world quest. But I'm like, get out of here, Cyrus. I don't need you. Oh, it's not his nope. wife. It's 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 somebody else. I guess when you do when you do this quest, you have to go talk to like a a world legendary renowned shipwright who has a house full of elementals doing house chores, <laughs> and then you just find his old lady in a rocking chair, just kind of hanging. Yeah, out. the the when I looked on Wowhead, the description was name of character is retired in her house and using a fire en- elemental for what it should be. Yeah, I'm I saw like, that, and I was like, "Whoa!" I was like, "That's weird. That's weird flavor text." Like it was. I think they're trying to be funny, but it comes off as elemental enslavement, and we do not approve of that. Kind of like elementals are friends. No. Kind of like some Howl's Moving Castle shit. It's like, yeah, I'm just using this fire <laughs> elemental to like cook my sausages for breakfast. Well, now I'm just thinking about Billy Crystal being the voice of every elemental. I just love shooting water at you. Wait, watch out. By context clues, are you saying that Billy Crystal was the voice of the people in Wahaz Moving Castle? No, he's the Billy voice Crystal of the, the voice of the little fire guy of of of, of Calcifer. I've never seen it, 
so I don't know any. I just that, so he, well, he, he, well, you, but he's you in, done got he's a but he's a voice in House of Castle, Billy Crystal. Yeah, yeah. You, you, you done got learned today. He was he was the voice what of Calcifer, and also and also Christian Bale was the voice of Howl. What? If I was sitting yep. two people who I did not think would be the voices in any of those movies, I think Christian Bale and Billy Crystal are like top five in that list. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Billy Bob Thornton was the name of the evil, or was the what voice the of fuck? the evil monk in Princess Mononoke. And uh, Miley Cyrus's younger brother was in Ponyo. Well, that I knew that. I don't know why I knew that, but that one I knew for some reason. Yeah. I thought it was. I thought it was her younger sister in the bonus Jonas. Huh. huh. The know. bonus Jonas did I, something. The bonus Jonas I thought was the voice of the boy in Ponyo, and then Miley Cyrus's little sister was Ponyo. Hmm. These are the important things that we'll get to in the show notes. We'll. Yeah. The 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 wrap up information will will tell you who 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 is and isn't part of the Ghibli English voice dub. <laughs> but. It's... But so you carry lumber for this boat. It feels so weird segueing from Billy Bob Thornton. Seriously? Yes. I bet you Ashitaka is someone. Someone. Anyways, keep talking while I look up weeb information. So your lumber gets haunted after you carry it. And it's spooky. Are we going to see Garak Tool again? We have to, right? He has to come back and something crazy. <laughs> I mean, the last time I was we saw to, him was... I was talking to Will about that the other day, too. I was like, what's going on with him? Yeah. <laughs> do, do, do you remember Thros? I remember the last when time we, we really there? saw him was when we were in the, the Upside Down realm and we were trying to get Jaina out. And I think that's the last we saw of him, right? We, this is, we're just not talking about this quest at all, but I think that we're going to be set up for, like, a death expansion. We have Gorak Tool. We have Helia is basically confirmed to still be alive. We have whatever Sylvanas is doing. We have Old Gods. We have Nazoth, who lives in, like, the dead, like, the dead realm, basically. Like, it seems like we're going to get some, like, tie-in soon. But anyway, so this this lumber's haunted, and you gotta you got to make it unhaunted. Most importantly, though, is Immune was telling us prior to the show, one that when the ship is eventually presented to Anduin, it is given a series of names that you, the player, can choose. Yeah. What I you're so, given I sort four of saw options. One or two of them. Yeah. What are the options? Slide. Do you have the four options up to read for us? I do. So there are four names that you get to pick for this boat. You can either name your boat. Anduin's Wrath, which is... <laughs> I I also feel like not super appropriate, because if, if Anduin's been known for anything, it's being not wrathful. Yeah, he doesn't have much wrath. Wait a minute. Do you think it's short for Anduin's Wrathion? <gasps> no. Confirmed? <laughs> oh, shit. I, I, think it, I think it's just saying that, like, up until now, he hasn't had any wrath, but now he literally has wrath. No, I think <laughs> it's about him and Wrathion going to the bone zone. It's going to happen. Also, Mark, this is two episodes in a row when we're talking about possible love interests for Anduin. Where is our Anduin dating sim, huh? Oh, I would put the shit out of that. All right, so we have Same. Anduin's Wrath. We have Dawn Sailor, which is super lame. We have Lionheart, which is the name of his... Uh, that's, that's his father's nickname, right? That's the nickname of... Um, God, what's his name? Varian. Varian. And then we have Highwind. God, I I was really ready for one of them to knock my I, socks off. I was really hoping that Aaron would get the high reference. Yeah, that's what the Kingdom Hardship, the, the raft is named. Yeah, yeah, it's I, not really high. It, <laughs> I was I was saying, I was saying, that's really lame. 
Fuck Riku's name. Well, the last one is Tiffin's Melody, which isn't that much better, but that, it's that, that, that's the one. Smile. That's the one that I saw, and I was like, that seems weird to me. Like, fuck that guy who brought that up to Anduin. Like, we should we should name this cool new warship after your your dead mom who got brained by the Defias Brotherhood. Well, the one you mentioned is Jaina's mom. Jaina's mom, I think, suggests that one, doesn't she? Yeah, that's what I, it says I here saw in the, the notes. Name I mean, Tiffin's Melody. Oh no, I think they all No yeah, so like so like when when Jaina asks for suggestions, you get four suggestions from Rosalind Madison, Brother Pike, you get from uh Tandred Proudmore, and then Catherine Proudmore. So Catherine actually brings up Tiffin's melody, and Jaina says, That's beautiful, mother. So Jaina liked it. Even though she died in the riots of Stormwind. <laughs> what if yeah, Catherine's had... like what if it's like a jab from Catherine? She's like, Tiffin's melody. <laughs> Of her being strangled <laughs> during the riots. Huh, that's a weird flex, but, you know, okay. <laughs> Catherine's just still salty AF. <laughs> I only just learned my husband was a shitter, like, last month. Give me some time to adjust. But yeah, so then you take your ship, whatever you named it, which, I mean, I think out of all the names, I'd probably have to pick Lionheart. I feel like that one's the coolest sounding name, right? Yeah, I would choose either Lionheart or maybe Dawn Sailor, but probably Lionheart. The only reason I picked Dawn Sailor is because my boy brother Pike suggested it, but yeah, I think it's got to be Lionheart. Definitely not. Definitely not Anduin's Wrath. No, that makes I feel like sense. He, he don't he don't have that. And like I said, uh, Gralina is not about to sit there and be like, "Let's name it after your dead mom." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you, you get your dead mom ship blessed by the Tide Sages. Uh, and you give it to Anduin, and then, I mean, that's it, right? You're in. Yeah, and then you get access to the Kul'Tiran race, and then, most importantly, you get access to this beautiful, beautiful horse mount. Yes, another horse mount, but this one's cool. This one's decked out in nice-ass armor. It kind of has the same armor that you get from the pre-order of Battle for Azeroth, but it's a white horse with, like, different trim. I don't know, I like it. I think it's a sick horse. It's it's definitely as much as I'm not much for the the horse um, thing. It makes sense for Kultiran humans, and it's very much decked out, which I feel like makes it set stand aside from the other less so horses. Like wargans on horses just doesn't make any sense. Like, that'd be terrifying for that horse. <laughs> <laughs> I don't feel like wargan on anything other than them is makes sense, but hey, that's just me. Like, what can you do? Yep. Speaking of Worgen riding things, let's go on in on our sexiest NPC of the week. Ooh. 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 <laughs> I'd love to get a piece of that. Our sexiest NPC of this week is Mara Grimfang from the Jade Firemasters fight within the Battle of Zarlor, or D-A-Z-Z-A. Daza! Ooh. Ooh, that, that got me sick up just hearing that alone. I, so I won't lie, this is one where I did not know... I looked at her and I was like, I don't know if you'll be sexiest NPC material. But after getting my ass pounded by her <laughs> in on heroic mode for upwards to an hour, I'm like... Mm. External she screaming. looks. She looks like a monk that would buy me a Sony PlayStation. <laughs> <laughs> what about four tickets to the Summer Rock Festival? 
for for tickets to the midsummer <laughs> the midsummer fireworks festival. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Just when I didn't, I thought it sounds like oh, this this ugly orc. Like, who, what did she had to offer us? And then she opened her mouth during the fight, even before the <laughs> fight. But, but she was like, "I am the dragon of Draenor." And I was like, "This bitch is one of us. She gets us." So are we now the <laughs> the Draenor dragons? I don't know. Un- unofficial name, <laughs> maybe. The yeah, dragons of Draenor, darling. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. We'll have to try it for for a week. See how it fits. But she is she's sassy. Like we talked about her sass at the end. But even in the beginning, she's like. I've killed thousands of Lightforged. These will be nothing. And I'm like, bitch, you're confident as fuck. There's two of you and there's like 18 of us. What are you thinking? And also, your boy is over there with just a single fire shield trying to do raw pyrocast. Like, <laughs> you you brought a very bad fire mage to the party. Honestly, so... the... <laughs> He is, though. He is the epitome of Fire Mage in PvP. If you have a good team, they'll just fucking target you. You can't do shit, and it feels bad. So I <laughs> I get his pain. I, I feel it whenever I have to break his shield. Sometimes I don't hit him, so he can maybe get a Pyro Blast off, because I want to see what it does. <laughs> a lot of damage, I'm sure. But yeah, back to back to this, this orc and her beautiful underbite. Oof. I... The the thing she has for me that is the sexiest is confidence. She sat there looking at the, the class screen, and she knew what she was, an AU Draenor Orc, and she said, Monk. Monk, please. <laughs> and, and everyone's like, that that's a weird flex. Uh, they're not super fun. I mean, I guess mechanically they're okay, but like you won't have a good time. She said, Monk. Honestly, more Honestly. than confidence, she has power. How the mm-hmm. fuck does she send 18, 16 people flying into the sky at once to do her fun GDR game? How does she, how does she make that many clones of herself? And then, mur- and then murder the fuck out of them. She, yeah, she, she is the reason we couldn't beat that fight. I mean, and mad props to anyone who on the first date will bring you to the arcade and say, you know, I'm going to throw down eight quarters. We're just going to go to town on this DDR Dance Dance Revolution. That's my favorite mix. <laughs> Let's go. You know she was out there, hands on each back bar, just slapping all eight of the, <laughs> all eight of the pads. Damn. I think that's about all I can say about an orc. Oh, that was Mara Grimfang. Our sexiest NPC of the week. Your award's in the mail. Check that mailbox, Mara. And with that, I think we're, I think we're nearing the end. I think we're closing out here. We're talking a lot about the raid again, like we always seem to do whenever we mention the raid. Uh, I guess we can move into our top two of the week. Okay, uh, Aaron, take us away with this top with your top two of the week. Honestly, this my top two is a highly personal one. Um, during our search for the hive mind. There were different things we had to do to eventually find them. And through a lot of them, we, we'd we kind of goof around and then we'd use a guide. But we got to one jumping, like jumping on platforms puzzle. And it was decided, much to my chagrin at the time, we're going to math this one out. We're going to try our own. What followed was an hour of us trialing and erring, trying to just beef our way through it. 
And while it was a little disheartening, it was fun to just try and hang out with my friends and then end up failing every time and eventually having to go back to the guide. But it was a fun hour. So that's my doot of the week. Immunization. What's your toot? Well, my top toot of the week, I would just have to second it. Overall, the Hive Mind adventure, it's just so different than any other questing experience that we have done. It was really cool that it not only encouraged, but required that you communicate and coordinate with four other people or else they would have no chance of doing it. And there are just so many different mechanics and things that you just never see. Um, In particular, we got to pet some cats. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, my top toot of the week is just overall the hive mind adventure. Slide, how about you? What's your top toot? Of the week. That's probably also my top toot, but I have a side toot that I mentioned, so it's not just three hive minds. But uh, I have gotten back into Mythic Plus enough that I have finally gotten my 15 title course to be able to use my professions to make myself some sick armor. I made 400 eye level goggles that have crazy Azerite powers on them. It's like Blizzard knew what they were doing for mage, for no mages specifically. They gave me all of my best traits on one piece for all of my specs. And did you guys know that the engineering Azerite profession gets like special Azerite powers that are only available on their headpieces? I did not know that. And it's also making me frightened because when I make my alchemy trinket, will it waste talents on alchemy based stuff i don't use potions much i don't know but for the, for the engineering one like i have options to like make like bombs pop come out of me uh i i haven't i have a i have a cauterize as a frost mage now i have an auto cauterize that's mm. like part of like the engineering kit of like this azurite thing it's just it's super cool and i feel like for once the profession feels like it matters in terms of, like, gameplay. I can upgrade to a 415 still if I get 200 Breath of Swamities. So, like, it feels like it's in a good spot for engineering, for me at least. I know there's a lot of complaints about, like, professions and, like, how, how useful they feel. But for me right now, it's definitely top two worthy. <laughs> well, there you have it, guys. Yeah, I think we're about done here. Uh, you guys can tweet at us at do not Pod on Twitter. If you have any questions complaints anything if you want to send us dick pics if you want to send us your tax forms uh please, please mom send is me, it... please send me your w2s and your d8s if you feel me <sighs> immune's mom is a accountant she can do your taxes uh wait no Aaron's mom is an accountant too whoa okay guys <laughs> we got two accountants my mom can do it she'll be mad about it but i can make her do it you can send us your taxes and we'll <laughs> Send them to all of our mothers, and we'll see if we can get your taxes done for you on time. <laughs> so send your taxes to tunetrelentpod at gmail.com, and we got your back. What about you guys? Where can they find you in cyberspace? You can follow me, Immunization, or Alex, on Twitter at NewEraAlex. You can follow me, Aaron the Human, at TheBigAcheesy on Twitter. And you can also listen to me on Heroes Callboard another world of warcraft community-based podcast that i do with my friend will we are heroes callboard on twitter and itunes and you can find us on audio boom all right 
another one in the book. Go watch Clockstoppers. Go Google Billy Ray Bob Thornton in what's it called? He was in it. His name was Jeekbo. I don't believe you. <laughs> All right, that's it for us. Uh, we're out of here. See you guys next week. And remember, another down. Do not relent. Do Not Relent is a podcast within the 3HNC network, representing U.S. Proudmore's premier podcasts. That was a very good wish.